0: Well, hello, my friends. Welcome back to another conversation with Beth and I. Hi, Beth. How are you doing?
1: I'm doing great, Sergio. How are you doing?
0: I'm doing good because today we're going to talk about the elevator pitch and how to add something that I call the hook. So that's kind of uh, what I have in mind. But before we do that, uh, Beth, how are you doing? How have you been uh, handling these days?
1: I've been working, you know, just staying steady and focused and trying to get things done move the needle and just keep at it you know and yeah and having a lot of fun along the way like you know what's the point if it's not fun so just trying to find those little pockets
0: <laughs> excellent so let's dive right into the topic of the elevator pitch which pretty much the, the main idea behind that as uh, the word says is you know, why would you say when somebody asks you about your work while you're riding an elevator? And I guess it depends how fast is the elevator, <laughs> how much time you have to give that as an answer. And it's something that I think is a very good exercise for us as artists to figure out how we condense, which sometimes is our art statement gets very wordy. Uh, and how do we condense that into a, a you know shorter paragraph that we can just tell someone in words that they would understand. Uh, that they're not expecting an art statement in itself. So, um, Beth, do you have an an elevator pitch? What is it?
1: Are you gonna put me on the spot like that? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Um, Well, I turn fear into joy through the healing power of choice. And I work mostly with women, but um, I use this in my talks and my art, my comedy. Everything is sort of focused on how do we transition out of this place of fear and into joy. So
0: I love that. I think that is a wonderful elevator pitch. And to some of our friends that uh, are here, they had no idea, Beth had no idea I was going to ask it about this. So <laughs> you just pull it right out. <laughs>
1: you have to, you know, and it's one of those things that it takes practice and you yeah. have to tell a lot of people because what you have to start to do is feel like it's, Like it feels good and right in your body. Because if you are trying to say something about yourself that doesn't necessarily feel like it's completely aligned with what you're doing, it's going to come out that way and people will pick up on that energy. So,
0: Absolutely. And, uh, you know, there's something that I like to ask that question a lot of times as a curator and as a gallery owner, you know, when artists come to events or to openings and they introduce themselves, kind kind of a normal question to ask. Uh, myself, I'll ask them is, you know, so what kind of art you make and tell me a little bit more about it. And you can always tell, you know, when an artist is going around in circles, trying to put into words, uh, you know, and having a hard time to communicate that idea. And so pretty quickly, I, by, you know, by default, I have a, a short <laughs> span of attention. So my, you know, my mind starts to delve into something else while they're still trying to explain. So, But you can always uh, also tell artists, uh, like in this case, you bet, you know, who very quickly are able to articulate, you know, the work that they're doing in ways that is engaging and that people can understand. And that's kind of like what I want to dive in a little bit today into the elevator pitch. So the first thing I would say about the elevator pitch is to um, sit down and do the practice of actually narrowing down, you know, uh, Mm -hmm. your ideas on paper, not just on your head, but on paper. Try it out. You know, maybe you have a long R statement or maybe you already have a, an elevator pitch. It might be a good idea to, now that maybe we have a little bit more time since we're not going to parties, you know, to uh, sit down and 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 rethink of it. You know, is it still relevant? Because sometimes, you know, an art statement that you wrote maybe six months ago now might not be exactly the same thing that you are trying to do. So right. kind of uh, re- refreshing those ideas to the moment of now.
1: Yeah, because we're always growing and changing And we're learning something new after every, you know, piece of work we make or new body of work that we make. And sometimes we get interested in other things through that process. And so I think it's important to know what it is that you are doing right now. Who is it that you serve? And um, be able to say it in a way that's going to make the listener want to ask more questions.
0: Exactly. And that actually is the perfect uh, uh, kind of a connection to my next point, which is what I call the hook um Mm -hmm. i had you know for a long time heard about the elevator pitch and then i adapted it too and of course i have my own elevator pitch which pretty much is about my elevator pitches when somebody asks me what's my work about i say well my work you know i do paintings you know based on the figure in an abstract way they're not portraits but they represent everyone and my work is about the cycles of life you know from birth to death and our experience of spirituality throughout those cycles Mm -hmm. you know that's kind of like what my work has been about for the last 18 years since my son was born, trying to understand this thing that we call, you know, life and and how it changes as we progress. And I always kind of ended up, ended like right there. So I started to think about what you just said. How can I get the other person engaged in asking and, and something? So I thought about, well, what if I say something like a little mini story that they would identify with uh, so that then invites them to, To that conversation, right? Because sometimes when you say the elevator pitch can can be sound like foreign, can be sound if they're not an artist themselves. You know, they're like, well, that sounds pretty cool, but I'm not an artist. You know, there's a distance, right? So the hook is the idea to now grab you closer. So what I came up with, for example, my hook that I do is, you know, if if Beth was to ask me, you know, so what do I do, right? So I I give her my quick uh uh, three sentence elevator speech, and then I would say, you know, it is kind of like this, you know. Uh, remember like when you are in in a room by yourself and you're writing a letter or you're in your computer and then somebody walks in the room, but you don't hear them, but you feel that presence. And then all of a sudden Mm -hmm. you turn around or when you're driving, right? And you're at the stoplight and then you feel like somebody's staring at you and you're like, wow, you know, that person is looking at you. That moment, you know, that presence is exactly what I try to, you know, uh, explore in my work. So immediately the person you know that I'm talking like yeah I know exactly what you mean right because we have right. that common ground.
1: Yes, I, I can totally understand. And what you're doing is you're tapping into their their feelings and emotions too, by mm-hmm. sharing a story with them that we can all relate to. And I think that really helps draw people in when you are speaking to their emotions.
0: Yeah, yeah, and because we all relate to story, right? And, and the stories, the moment you start kind of bringing a concept into a little story that is common to us then that's when the engaging you know happens and then the conversation and not only that but also it kind of relaxes the conversations you know brings usually a smile in their face or like oh yeah you know I I failed that before in some way or fashion and it's right. not a, go ahead.
1: Well, a lot of times people don't know a lot about art and they sometimes Mm -hmm. feel anxious to admit that and they don't want to seem like they don't know about art and they don't even know what types of questions to ask so however you can ease that for them I think is really important
0: right and uh so another point I would like to also uh, suggest to our friends you know after that they have already gone through that process of writing all kinds of ideas down Mm -hmm. and maybe think about uh, a hook that they could use then to actually test it right take it out to a to a difficult crowd. And to me, the most difficult crowd is like a 10-year-old kid. <laughs> Who's <laughs> going to tell you the truth? <laughs> Thank you.
1: <laughs> oh.
0: So, you know, try it with the uh, people that you know, with your friends, and yes, with children. You know, you will be surprised sometimes how much children engage on interesting conversations with you.
1: <laughs> I know, I used to tell jokes to my niece and she would say, that's not funny. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, they're good critics. Oh
1: no. And what I've told people too, is like, when you have some ideas about how you want to share about what you say about yourself, think about it as trying on a bunch of different jackets at the store. Like not all of them are going to fit. Not all of them are going to look mm-hmm. the way that you want them to look like. So just try on a bunch of different phrases, ways of phrasing and telling those stories and, and just experiment with it and see what feels the best in your body whenever you're sharing it with a stranger.
0: Yeah, and exactly. you'll,
1: you'll be able to see in their response to how much they are understanding what you're saying.
0: Exactly. And I think that leads me to the last point, which is don't try to sound smart. Just be you, you know, say the, the words that you normally speak with, you know, don't try to sound fancy or that, you know, even if you are in a crowd that might be intellectually, you know, advanced in some way, um, you know, just still, you know, be yourself. Don't try to impress. Uh, sometimes when we try to impress, we actually make ourselves, we make fools of ourselves. Right. But rather be authentic, speak the way you, you talk and then share your idea. So those are the four points I would like to share with my friends today, Beth, so that hopefully they can refine their elevator pitch. They find a hook that they can work with. They can test it with their friends and with with kids too, and that they can also sound authentic in their communication.
1: I love it. Great list.
0: Excellent. Well, (laughs) Well, Beth, where can our friends find you and connect with you in social media before we go?
1: You guys can find me online, um, Facebook and Instagram, and on my website at BethEnglish.com And my handle is at Beth English on all the platforms.
0: Excellent. You can find me online at Sergio Gomez Online. And you can find me on Instagram at Sergio Gomez Art. Have a great day, and we'll see you next Wednesday. Beth and I will be here waiting for you. Goodbye.
1: <laughs> Bye.